I tell legal lies. I tell legal lies. 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 Legal lies. I tell legal lies. And legal lies. And legal lies. And ban on drugs. Ban on drugs. And legal lies. Welcome back to another episode of Black Law and Legalize. Lies, 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 where half of, well not half, where one third of our co-hosts do not pay attention to the cues. That is accurate for this particular episode. As well as others. My name is Dan. I am one of your hosts. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter and IG at I am Dan on Drugs. You can find the show across the board at Black Law Podcast. I am another one of your hosts, Afro Becky. Hi, just Dan here, and you can follow me at I Tell Legal Lies on Twitter. And she does tell legal lies, ladies and gentlemen. So, the legalist. For your enjoyment, we're going to keep with our Afro Becky's hip hop knowledge. I always forget that we have to do this segment every week. We don't have to, but well, we well, enjoy it. Well, you guys do. Oh, and ladies and gentlemen, I have a shiny new microphone. I'm supposed to have two, but the FedEx man stole the second one. That's why. And they people, man, you know when they're trying to hire no black man. Because y'all niggas be stealing shit off my doorstep dressed as FedEx men. Uh, FYI, white people steal as well. Spanish people steal Korean people steal. Chinese I ain't never seen steal. a Korean person steal you know what I'm shit. Asian people steal as uh, well. They might, but I've never seen you a know, Korean person. Stealing is not a black man's crime. You know what? The United States public schools and the judicial system will lead me to believe that it is. <laughs> what? Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, Afro Becky's hip hop knowledge. Are you ready, Becky? Or lack thereof. Now, Becky, you can either give me the name of the artist, the name of the song, or both. You get... Do I have to respond if you ask me in that creepy voice? Yes, you do. Okay, so here we go. For the first one, it's going to be an easy one. You ready? Can you get off my cloud? You don't know me, and you don't know my style. Man. I do not know, but I can only think of something from... And it's not hip hop. It's R and B or Motown type thing. Mm, listening. Um, it was one of those groups in the seventies, sixties. I can't. Maybe. But it's like, hey, you get off, get off, get off my mountain. Hey, you get off my cloud. Oh, Jesus Christ! No, I don't know that one. Tell me more. No. Um, I'm think you you might be thinking of the Temptations. Yeah, probably. With a uh, cloud nine. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Okay, that ain't it. All mm-hmm. right. Okay, so you don't have an artist. You don't have uh, a follow up. I can't line? give you nothing. Okay, what if <laughs> what if I give you the chorus? Here we go. M e t h o d man. M e t h o d man. Here I am. Here I am. Okay, it's Method Man. Okay. I still think you lose that because that's just like a cheat. I, I, I literally spelled it out for you. Well, I had to, to to think of what you were spelling, so I do get credit for that. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. the, the, 
Becky can spell <laughs> hook on phonics. <laughs> Man. It was funny because it was fun. You know what? It really was funny because she hesitated. <laughs> the wheels was turning. You know, she was like, wait a minute. Hold up. Mm. What is that spell? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, Ann, would you like to would you like to jump in on this? Help what? me out, Ann, please save me. Wait, and do what? Some lyrics. Shit, man, I don't know nothing. All right, here we go. Um, in the club. Hmm. Okay, here we go. That's not it. Yeah, that's what I was coming, but that's not the song I was going for. That's not fair. <laughs> The song I am Beck was like, I'm going back to Cali. To Cali. Now that's Come a, on that's now. a gimme. That's a gimme. No, I'm going back to Wait, Cali. did you just say no, it's not? I did say that. That's a, that's I, a I gimme. Can, I can only say Tupac. Damn. Mm, no, ma'am. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. It is LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Great. I think you were thinking of the Notorious Big because he did do a song called Going Back to Cali. Mm, mm, mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, there we go. That's Afro Becky's hip hop knowledge. And I'm, lack thereof. I know she keeps you guys entertained. <laughs> um, Today, what we're going to discuss is in, well, over on my other podcast, A Few Screws Loose, shameless plug, uh, <laughs> um, I talked to... Our brother Jaden Hollywood. Do do you ladies remember Mr. Jaden Hollywood? Yeah, yes. Big ups to Jaden. Of course they do. Everyone knows Jaden. And in talking to him, um, in doing research prior to the show, I came across well, actually Paul sent it to me. It's called the LGBTQ Panic Law. And I'm paraphrasing right now, but of course we're gonna get into it. Um, what this law allows you to do is to murder, to assault, to cause physical harm to a LGBTQ person because of their sexuality, basically. Um, There's many cases, and we'll probably sift through a few of them, but this is a defense that is used, and there's no legislation in most states, I want to say. And do you want to jump in here and save a nigga who's drowning? (laughs) I'm going to chime in. It's actually a part of an overall strategy. It's not It's not a defense on its own. Man, keep the mic hard, bro. Keep the mic hard. Well, Look look, look at that. It, See? It's mic. Limp. Limp. Look. I'm sorry. It's she limp. Got a limp I, mic, can't, man. I can't help. It's limp. That mic needs Pull some Viagra. Arm. Pull the uh-uh. arm down. I got it. I got it. Or Cialis. <laughs> then it's a little blue pill. Hey, what you know about that shit? Mm. Somebody I know you wanted to it. try it. I did Why? try it, I think. Wait, what? Yeah, I think I did try. Did I try Viagra? Wait, what? I wouldn't know. Shit, wow. you would know. <laughs> <laughs> you would know. Wow. But I'm going to tell y'all out here. Now, we just done changed the subject. But I'm going <laughs> to tell y'all out here right fast. Man, Percocet sex. Hmm? Percocet sex. That shit. Wait, babe. That shit. Do you want to try chime in? Yo. I want him to finish his like, statement. Like, was it first. good for you? I want him to finish Perka his statement. Set sex is miserable. Mm. That shit will last for over an hour. And now, you know Wait, what? Wait, why I'm is about, that a I'm, problem? I'm about to keep it real right here. 
all these niggas out here, look, man, this black law and legalized, but you know what? We about to give y'all, I'm about to give y'all a sex ed class right quick. All these niggas out here be talking about, yeah, man, because me and my girl, we be going, you know, we be doing it. We be fucking for like 45 minutes to an hour. Y'all niggas is lying. Why? Every last some, one of y'all niggas some is, people unless can, you having Percocet <laughs> sex. Some people can last that long. Bullshit. Why? If you can last that long, you are not sexually compatible with the person that you are with. Why? Because sex is not supposed to last 45 minutes Who to an hour. Who says it's not? I said because <laughs> after about, all right, here's my thing. I will give you, and Becky, I might be giving a little too much information here, but don't stop well, me. Well, I, I will think give you, you. Wait, wait. Before you say anything, mm-hmm. I want you to think about it. No. Clearly. I, I, I don't like to think about what I'm saying. That takes the fun out of it. Well, I will give well, you. Well, there will not be any fun if I don't like what comes out of your mouth. What? Well, if, if there's no fun with you, ladies, I will give you six minutes. I will give you six minutes. That's what you're going to get from me. Six minutes. Maybe. Oh, my God. Maybe six and a half. Si- but wait. I got to start wait, thinking wait, about wait, other shit. I is this, s- wait, wait. Is this six minutes? From in- the time of include- penetration. Oh, so this does not include foreplay. I don't do that shit. So, for real? Yeah, I hate foreplay. You know what, America and beyond, y'all can write in uh, and feel, send condolences Please. to Becky. Please. Please. Wait, what, what are the condolences for? Are you just, did you just hear what the fuck you just okay, said? Okay, hold on. What, all right, let's stop. What is foreplay? What do y'all consider What's foreplay? What's your definition of foreplay? No, I need to, no, you bought it no, up. No, because you're talking. You bought you know, it up. Because you said, I, I will give you six minutes. And when I asked you six minutes from, and I was The time adding, of penetration. Does that include foreplay? You said no. Right. So you said you don't do that shit. I don't do foreplay. Okay, I don't, so do I do foreplay, Becky? What's your definition of foreplay? I don't know. You don't, wait. So you say you don't do it, but you don't know what it is? I need a clear definition. Well, we want to know what your definition is, because then my, I can okay. therefore my definition is justify it. My definition is anything other than pulling my dick out and putting it in. Wait, so just walking in the room is foreplay? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Like, is, is that is that what you what, ever hear? You ever hear? You ever hear the phrase "no licky, no sticky"? I've heard that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't apply in this household. Mm. Hmm. Once again, America and beyond that whole uh, condolences, please send flowers. No, seriously. What, what do you, so that's what y'all consider foreplay is oral sex. Oral sex is a part of it, but that's not just See, it. but then you ain't going to get six and a half minutes because if you start sucking me off, you might get three minutes. No, after but I'm that. saying I'm talking about mutual sucking here. Mm-hmm. Like I suck you, you suck me. And it's not just that, though. Caressing, kissing, mm-mm, rubbing. Mm-mm. Oh, and licking. this is this is the other uh, thing too. My uh thing. I'm I'm putting everybody business out here. I'm putting two, everybody. You getting you getting two for ones right now. Oh lord. Is after the fact that laying and cuddling shit. Ugh. So wait. So why even Ugh. do it? What you doing it for? Cause it feels good. Or six. You minutes, know what? Maybe. Honestly, I knew that there was something vastly wrong with you. Yo, but I didn't. I did not yo, understand the depth. This, that shit is. I don't know. It makes my skin crawl. But think, bitch, you got your dick in somebody. That that's don't fine. make it. That don't make your skin crawl. But let me tell you. Let me tell you. See, okay. Immediately after sex, and I might be giving too much information. Of course, I. I you know, Becky, 
she's she's fine with it. Yeah, I can tell by her expression is you got to jump up and get in the shower immediately. Yeah, because we forget that he's a germaphobe. It ain't even about germs. You just be but what feeling is it about? like you feel like eh. no, because you're a germaphobe. I'm not a germaphobe. Yeah, and 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 you have OCD. Yeah, I, I may. I don't know, Becky. No, do I have do. OCD? You yeah. do. Huh? And yes. So and then you have a bit. You are a bit of a germaphobe as well because this is exactly why when there's like potluck, you won't eat. No, I don't. And, I do not eat community food. That is right. correct, and that's that, that's indicative of your germaphobia. And and. You so, see some of them people, wait, though. No, 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 no. You see so some like, of them people. This, this is also why when food comes into the office, immediately he has to get into it prior to anybody else touching it. Numero uno, because now let me paint a picture for you, ladies and gentlemen, in my defense. I'm going to be uh, representing myself here. We work in an office. Now, this is only part of the year, but during this part of the year, we work in an office. Where we don't have running hot water. Now, that that's that's one thing. Second, we don't have antibacterial hand soap. That's the second thing. The third thing, we do have like... We do have antibacterial hand soap. Not anymore. That shit ain't antibacterial. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. You talking about the pump, pump, pump? Mm-hmm. That's not antibacterial. It was. It used to be, but it's not now. Because homeboy said, <laughs> I could save a couple dollars. And no one to know the difference because it's the water that gets the germs off because my mama was a nurse. So, ladies and gentlemen, no running hot water. I'm pretty sure that's an OSHA violation. Um, no antibacterial hand soap. We do have a shit ton of hand sanitizers and I have a shit ton of hand sanitizers. But a lot of people, they don't like to use hand sanitizers or even go wash their hands with cold water. Now, would you agree to that? A lot of people? Yes. I'm going to say a good 40%, 4 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say about 10%. That's like, that's only one. No, two. There are two, hmm, well, three. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then let the little one be there. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to give you that 40%. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, 40% of the people do not even attempt to disinfect their hands before serving themselves and other people food. And then there's this one particular guy. If Let's say we got a bucket of chicken, right? He will reach his hand in after scratching his ass. He will reach his hand into the bucket of chicken and start feeding women in the office. Here's your piece. Here's your piece. Oh, this is a special one for you. <laughs> Man, that is why I don't eat okay, company so potluck. So watch this. And I just said food will come in. And I'm not talking about food that's prepared at someone's house. Let's let's. Think Cane's chicken or Popeye's. Okay. Do you know who's prepared that? I can't see it, so I don't care. Yet, they could have spit in it. They could have. you know. Yeah. But you will eat it if you're the first one in the in. The I box. can't see, but this is the thing. Seeing is believing. Mm-mm. Now, right now, right, you, you come in and... Ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm sorry. Our show is just going to shit, <laughs> but... No, it's not. This bear is, with this, us. This sidebar, it... You know, tan- we went down the rabbit you know, hole. You know, tangentially America. has to do because we're talking about. Let's talk about sex. We're talking about sex. So okay, well, that chair right there, right? You came in, you sat in it, sight unseen, nothing wrong with it, right? Now, if I would have told you that minutes before you got here, six and a half of them 
approximately me and Becky got busy in that chair. Would you have sat in that chair? Still would have sat in the chair. You nasty. I'm not a germaphobe. You nasty. That's I, nasty. I, I'm not a germ. Okay. You, are you diseased? Let, are, I, do my, you have a disease? I, my, Does Beck have a disease? I got that kidney cancer <laughs> stuff. But, um, so I'm saying. Look, let me. Okay. Let me ask you this then. This, uh, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm, I'm, this is my last time interrupting, but we're going to turn this into a quick Q&A type of thing. House guest. Mm-hmm. Would you and ladies and gentlemen out here listening, I want you to answer this as well. You have house guests. You have a, a guest room. Would you allow your house guests to have sex in your guest room in your bed? How do I know if they're having sex in my I'm not sitting outside the door listening. I mean, you wouldn't know. But would you would you a are you OK with it? I don't know what's going on in this bedroom. Doesn't matter and wait, if it is. Number one, I don't know what's going on. And after they leave. I'm washing the sheets and everything else anyway. You washing the mattress too? I'm washing. There's a mattress cover. And I'm so I'm washing the mattress cover. I am Lysoling the sheets. I mean, I'm Lysoling the mattress. And I'm washing the sheets and the comforter and everything else. That's a that's standard. Going back to Method Man, some people got mm-hmm. that super sperm. All I Shit know goes is, through mattress covers. Once again, how do you know what people are doing in your guest rooms? You, do you no, stand you out? Don't. Do you, you don't. Stand I'm just asking if you're okay with it. That's all I'm asking. If you're okay with like you house said, guests wait, having sex this, in your house. What you said, house. out of sight, out of mind, what you don't know don't okay. hurt you. Okay, That's Becky. That's what you said about the food. Becky. Out of sight, out of mind, out of earshot. Right. Like, you don't know what's, what's going on in, in your spare bedrooms unless you're a perv and you have cameras set up in the shit. <laughs> and, and, and you sending that shit to Porno Hub. Man, it's porn hub. Get it right. Oh, I, so, I can't get it right because I don't do that shit. All I, I'm saying. I, you just outed yourself. But anyway. Oh, shit. I watch porn all the time. Porn hub. X N X X N B. I think X X. Yeah, you really watch porn all the time. X N X X You sure about that? Yeah. You want to Google it? Porn hub. Um, with porn. You. Uh, what's the shit z x tube x tube yeah. yeah he he's he's a porn addict right no, here did y'all know that tumblr had porn on it wait where i you, only found this out been? because i heard on the news that they stopped putting porn yeah, on i'm there. like who the wait, fuck tumblr that was the blogging out right tumblr started out full of porn where the hell you been when i looked at tumblr this was in the early mid 2000s it was a blogging site for shit. people soccer moms and shit, shit. my and day soccer, soccer moms are the ones that are into mommy porn i guess so so anyway anyway back so to going, the back going, to the subject going back right. is so six minutes six six and a half minutes sometimes I, if it's been a while if it's been a while if it's been so seven a, minutes no nah, if it's been like a month or two seven minutes you might get three minutes i'm saying damn so once again America and beyond condolence cards Man, and flowers. There is nothing something, wrong something, with that. Something is wrong with a person and people out there in radio land. Correct me if I am wrong. We would like opinions. Something is wrong with someone who can stick their dick into someone, but shows them no other forms of intimacy. I think that there is something wrong with that. That's as intimate as you can get. But it's not just about penetration. What else is it about? Becky, would you care to chime in? 
it is it is not just about penetration. This is what you said. You said mm -hmm. six minutes from mm -hmm. penetration, mm -hmm. and then immediately I have to go take a shower. Yeah. I can't cuddle. I'm, I don't talk. Then beforehand, there's no such thing as foreplay. It, it depends on what you classify foreplay. Tell um, me, but I asked you what your definition of foreplay was. Um, touchy, feely, all that shit. All right, That's so foreplay. So what do you do? What What is your foreplay? My foreplay is I grab the titties and start playing with them. Hmm. Is that foreplay? Wait, so you're so does she enjoy it? I think so. Becky, do you enjoy it? I am not partaking in this conversation anymore. Okay, so anyway, so, so okay, I'm gonna answer for her then since <laughs> she so enjoys think, it. All right, so have you ever asked her? I just did. Well, have you asked her <laughs> off record? Like, no, but see, we know that you're not talking afterwards. So beforehand or while you're doing it, have you ever said, is this turning you on? Do you like this? I I don't ask because I think it's well known for men, at least, that once the nipples start getting hard, she's enjoying it. Not necessarily. Psh, I don't care. See what I'm that, saying? That That's the general rule. Oh Lord! Anyway, I'm we we are moving on for this subject because I am a gentleman. You though. are making my fucking head hurt. I am a gentleman. I am a gentleman. I'll go get the warm rag. <laughs> you are making you're making my head hurt, man. There ain't nothing wrong with that shit. And everyone out here that's listening, that's a man. And like I said, oh, there how are did we get here? Because oh, you said sex, and you said anybody who's doing it forty five minutes an hour, they lying. They lying. That is yes. false. Penit penetration for 45 minutes there is no way in hell and that's going back to the percocet sex um percocet sex you can go for 45 minutes sometimes it it is miserable it's miserable for both people um, is it no some people are some people enjoy longevity i think the longest that i would enjoy is probably 10 ish minutes wait a minute that's it you know what like i said we, we Becky, get, at least chime are, in on that part. We are kicking this ball downfield, cause Becky, I told you to think about what you say. <laughs> no, I'm just you I'm, say it. Okay, I'm thinking so, right now, and this is what I'm asking you. I'm asking you. Did you listen to my prior response uh, to your question? Uh, I'm asking you time, just time frame. That's all I'm asking is time frame. What, what's what's an acceptable time? time frame for you like what where's what's the range it really depends on mood and effort mm. wait okay effort on who's on whose part both parties both both parties okay so the more effort the longer maybe depends on the mood okay just just throw a range out here on an average everything being average how long is long like what's acceptable I don't know. Wait, I'd say it? 10, 15 minutes. I I was, can I chime in? Wait, I got one more question for Becky. How long? Well, let me ask you this first. Have you ever been in a situation where you're like, this shit is just taking too fucking long? Yes. Okay. Was that good or bad? It was bad. Okay. So how long is too long? Beck said it depends on mood and yes. situation. Right. But there still comes a point where it, I don't care how much effort, how much mood you putting into it. It's like... Nah. No, like if honestly, if it is like we are getting it today and you're raging and I just want to do it, 
The thing is, how many times a night? I mean, we're talking sex and we're doing it. Is it? Are you like a one hit or quitter? Is it one and done? Yeah. Because mm. I ain't got, man, that water bill will be outrageous. Really? Shower yeah, because after you, each you time. Because you just have to jump in the shower. That's right, because you're a germaphobe. Okay, so, yeah. My max, I'm I'm going to hit my max 20 minutes. Tossing it to you, Ann. Right, no, I'm saying 20 minutes is a good time. 20 minutes is a good time, and that's penetration, right? Penetration. But, okay, so we're talking before and after as well, though. Something that, that you haven't gotten the concept of, apparently. But we're talking, if we're talking foreplay and afterplay what the fuck is afterplay <laughs> fuck you want to like shouldn't nobody be playing after why not because um while i'm in the shower see that's the thing everybody ain't like getting off pulling out and running to the fucking shower everybody they ain't doing should that be. you would want to be why 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 do you know the exchange of body bodily fluids okay that, you, you've done that yeah. i mean yeah exactly spit. And sperm and vaginal. Oh, spit. Sp- see what I'm saying? So no kissing. Yeah. All right we, then. We we kiss right, Becky. Um, in the act, like while. Yes. Yeah. So all right. So exchanges of bodily fluid. We're talking spit and like I said, and cum. It's and nasty whatever. when you say spit, though. Cum. That's I. Right. But spit. That's just nasty. Really. really? Yeah. Anyway, so LGBT panic laws. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, that was our sidebar. Um, now going back though to the LGBT panic laws. Um, yeah, we did realize that DC was, and I learned this in talking to Jaden and doing pre-show planning with Paul. DC is the worst city for LGBTQ members, and and. That's surprising because they have a very large population. Yes, they do. DuPont Circle, that's, um, and I'm not trying to be funny in saying that, but that is like the epicenter of the LGBTQ community, community in D.C. Right. And like I said, it's a very, it's a very large population. But before we went down that rabbit hole, as Beck said. I think she I was- checked out on this. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually... Responding to a question, well, I was pulling Dan's ass out of the fire by talking about the LGBT. The acronyms change. This is what like it is right now. LGBTQIA. Right. I was about to say. And then, but I thought at one point it was LGBTQ something else. Not IA, but it was something else after the Q. So this is what I learned in talking to Jaden that um, because uh, it it gets rough trying to keep up with all the letters. So and this is he can't speak for everyone, of course, but I just refer to it as LGBT. And and according to Jaden, that's, that's fine, fine because that's because what it started. Everyone right. else is included. included. Right. And uh, another way you can say it is LGBT LGBTQ plus. Okay. And that just covers everything else. But. I'm sticking with LGBT because that's what I know. And I, they know who I'm talking about. Right. And it's not disrespectful. So what I was saying is that is not a defense within itself. It is part of a broader strategy. And it does not negate what you did more often than not. What it will do, though, is lessen the sentence and what you're found guilty of. So instead of murder, it might be manslaughter. 
So it's not a um what do you call it? An affirmative defense. defense? <clears throat> it is a part it's a part of another defense. It's a part of a broader strategy. So you say self defense mm-hmm. and LGBTQ panic panic is a part of that defense. You know, I did it and or insanity. And I was temporarily insane because of X, Y, and Z. Because you panicked? Yeah. Because of this person's sexual orientation and I thought this person was coming on to me and I thought X, Y, and Z. So as I said, it's part of the broader strategy of defense. Right. I'm, I don't know. The, again, me paraphrasing is legislation says it's okay to attack an LGBT person and then use this defense after the fact. So Becky has a couple of uh, footnotes here um, explaining some of it, Becky. So traditionally, the gay slash trans panic defense has been used in three ways to mitigate a case of murder or manslaughter or justified homicide. The first point is defensive insanity or diminished capacity. The defendant alleges that a sexual proposition by the victim due to sexual orientation or gender identity triggered a nervous breakdown in the defendant causing a gay or transgender quote-unquote panic. The defense is based on an outdated psychological term quote-unquote gay panic disorder, which was debunked by the American Psychiatric Association and removed from the DSM in 1952. Sadly, while the medical field has evoked with other increasingly just society, the legal field has yet to catch up. The second point is defense of provocation. The defense of provocation allows a defendant to argue that the victim's proposition, sometimes termed a nonviolent sexual advance, was sufficiently provocative to induce the defendant to kill the victim. Defendants claiming a provocative advance stigmatize behavior which, on its own, is not illegal or harmful but is only considered provocative when it comes to an LGBTQ plus individual. And lastly, it's um, self-defense. Defendants claim they believed that the victim, because of their sexual orientation or gender identity or expression, was about to cause the defendant serious bodily harm. This defense is offensive and harmful because it argues that a person's gender or sexual identity makes them more of a threat to safety. In addition, gay or trans panic is often employed to justify violence, which the victim's behavior falls short of the serious bodily harm standard, or the defendant used a greater amount of force than reasonably necessary to avoid danger, such as using a weapon when their attacker was unarmed. Mm. So basically, you just said what I said, but longer. Yep. <laughs> it made more sense to me. And yeah, sure it did. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> sure. So what did. I what I did here there is we did talk back in our self defense episode as far as um what was it what was the term reasonable I know we used a reasonable man standard, standard. Mm-hmm. but um basically in saying that the LGBTQ person could be unarmed. But you 
use a weapon against them right basically because of a sexual proposition or because you fear bodily harm so that bodily you, harm you, isn't the same you fear well here it it's not so much that it's a fear of bodily injury it's a fear of gay sex is what it is so what what they've done is say that their fear of being of of receiving a homosexual advance from someone causes such panic that you go into a dissociative state and you commit violence. Well, let me ask you this then. Would this would this be the uh, a good parallel to draw? A woman's walking down the street, right? And I walk up on them like, say, baby, I could give you six minutes and 30 seconds worth of the best pleasure of your life. And then she just turns around with a taser, tases my ass and <laughs> whatever. Like that, that sounds like that could be the same parallel because I'm still making a sexual advance, but it's to an opposite sex person. Well, see, kind of sort of, but not because you think about it, women walk down the street and they get cat called and and all kinds of things all the time and most women don't go oh he's trying to attack me or oh he's 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 i i'm fearful that he's gonna rape me or whatever whatever should be but there is such homophobia in not just in the united states but worldwide that from the beginning to now you know, it's like I snapped because I was afraid that this person was going to sexually attack me. But why would you be afraid? Why would you be afraid of someone who is homosexual, period? Yeah. I mean, if. OK, let me ask you this, Becky. If a woman were hitting on you, right, would you be in fear of bodily harm? Nope. No. Right. But, but it you, depends on how aggressive they were. But you know, it from what I saw when I was doing a you know a little research on this, I looked at the cases in the United States where this was used. This is mostly used with male defendants. Mm-hmm. It's it's primarily a defense by men because if you think about it, men are more homophobic than women are. Mm. that's not a mm, that's a reality i I mean i guess black men no that's see and that's where i was going and of course ladies and gentlemen you can also feel free and i encourage you to go check out the show a few screws loose um episode five with uh mr Jaden hollywood because we do touch on a lot of that but um minorities in general right are not homophobic but like I was telling Jaden. Yes, homophobic. Not all of them. Hmm. Um, I grew up dropping a lot of gay slurs in the neighborhood. Starts with an F. You guys know what I'm talking about. But th- that was just like regular language. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, like I don't call niggas niggas because they black. I call niggas niggas because I call them niggas. It's just, it's part of the vernacular I grew up with. Same with a lot of the gay slurs. So, but you know, but what what does that stem from? Especially exactly. as far That's as what I'm getting to, as gay people are concerned, that stems from I don't want my boys to think I'm that way. No, which is homophobic. Yes. No, 
for for I can speak for myself. It was learned behavior. You're out in the neighborhood. You hear other kids say it. You hear other kids say it. And it's used so commonly that you right. start saying it, too. But so but like I said, you heard it. So you used it. Right. But the people who started using it originally, as I said, that is rooted in homophobia. Yeah. It's yeah, like I it's because it's because, hey, I don't want my boy to think that I'm gay in any way. So I'm going to chop this gay person up to the point where nobody can mistake me for gay. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100 percent. Almost um, I'll, I'll coin it Hitler syndrome as far as Hitler and the Jews, the, the Jews. They're taking our jobs. Mm-hmm. Sound like somebody else. We know they're mm-hmm. taking our jobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're doing this. The Jews are that. And he was half Jew. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, getting back to the to the article. Now, this is from the LGBT bar and it's an association based out of uh, Philadelphia. Why is this an LGBTQ issue? Aren't panic defenses used against all minority groups? Panic defenses are uniquely used to justify violent crimes against LGBT individuals, while other minority groups are undoubtedly also victims of hate crimes, there are few, if any, instances where a defendant claims that the revelation of someone's race, religion, or other minority identification provoked them to violence. In contrast, gay and trans panic defenses frequently draw on unique stigmas about LGBT people, sexuality, and gender to justify horrific violence against gay and trans individuals. So, This is what's crazy. How successful is the panic defense? Gay and trans panic defenses have been used to acquit, not lighten the sentences, and acquit dozens of murderers of their crimes. In fact, gay panic defense was used as recently as April 2018 to mitigate a murder charge to criminally negligent homicide. Mitigate. Even in instances where juries are instructed not to listen to gay trans panic defenses, the implicit homophobic bias of hearing the defense can still influence a jury's decision. Now, this is something that Ann says all the time. Even if it's not admissible in court, say the shit. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, in cases where perpetrators are not acquitted as a result of gay trans panic defenses, the jury may still deadlock because it is unable to shake the inherent homophobia mm-hmm. of the defense. Mm-hmm. When it comes to deciding LGBT individuals' right to life, a hung jury and a mitigated sentence have the same effect. They withhold justice from the LGBT victims and send harmful messages that an LGBT person's life is not worth protecting in a court of law. And FYI, this is not just an American thing. This is something that is found all over the globe. Australia, New Zealand, the United Kingdom, some of them have actually codified some uh was codified this law. They, they And for people like me who not good with words, it's codified. That means no, it's no, in no, the no, code. No, 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 no. I, I know that's the proper pronunciation, <laughs> but I'm saying codified <laughs> so people can understand. Right. So they basically they have put it down in black and white and made it law. And not only have they put it in black and white, there is such a body of cases that validate it 
that it has become law by virtue of those cases. It's case law. So, and as I said, that's not just in the United States. It is outside of the United States as well. What's crazy about, Dan mentioned something at the top of the show, there are only three states in the United States that have outlawed this in their code. They have put this in black and white. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. They have put this in black and white. I got That's the states right here. California. California, Illinois, Rhode Island. Right. Three out of 50. Only three have said no, no, no. But that doesn't mean you can't say it. <clears throat> if you get a jury of 12, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say six of them are homophobic right mm -hmm. and it's not even it's not open homophobia it's ignorance mm -hmm. six of them that's 50 percent of your jury right there so if someone shouts out in the courtroom as ann would do is oh. gay panic law wait really all. wait wait really as ann would do i'm saying you would do that in any case is shout out some shit that you can't be threatened to be held in contempt and then that they gonna have to ask the jury to forget what they heard but disregard that yeah. <laughs> right you yes. can't you, you can't. gotta you gotta love and and that is exactly what you read in the article honestly i say you have to love it it serves its purposes for me in situations but you know everything has a good side and a bad side and that is 100 percent the worst thing that could happen in a case like this because that whole trans and gay panic defense that's a bunch of bullshit. It really is. Absolutely. And it's and it's tantamount to, as you read in the article, oh, I was afraid because he was a black man walking down the street and mm -hmm. I thought he was going to kill me. And where have we seen that before? Mm -hmm. And actually, shit, we still seeing, seeing that. Over and over and over and over. So here are a list of states that have pending legislation. New Jersey, Washington State. And D.C. legislation will soon be introduced into Pennsylvania in July of this year. So I'm sure it's already been uh, introduced. D.C., however, my hometown, even though it's pending, it's still pending. And, it, and it's it, been pending for a long time. I was about to say it could remain pending forever because if it's not voted onto the floor to get a vote by all the members and that's something you know, a bill can stay in committee forever mm -hmm. if if they don't vote it out of committee and onto the floor for a vote. And then even then you have to have, you know, a certain percentage of votes to make this law. And a lot of times, like you were playing a clip before the I don't know whose legislature it was, but it barely missed being made into law by what? A One. 50, 49 vote. Yeah. So it yeah. was 50 to 49. That was the enumeration law that they were trying to do, because according to um, I think I got this from Vox or Volks. I don't know how you say it. V-O-X. The what's it called? Enumeration consists of your race, your sex, your religious belief. And Becky, help me out. <laughs> M-E-T-H-O-D, man. <laughs> but they're, they're basically your sexuality, 
your gender identity was not covered. Mm -hmm. So, and this is something that Jaden also said. He said this twice. He said it when he was here with us on episode 42 or 43. And then he said it again. And the first time I'm like, I don't think that's true. Where he said, North Carolina can fire you for being gay. I'm like, I don't think that's true. But I didn't know enough about it to to have a rebuttal. So I looked into it. And then he mentioned it again on this past episode of A Few Screws Loose. And he's absolutely right. Well, guess what? As of February, March, as of this year, that may no longer be true because um, there is a federal appellate court that has actually said that the Civil Rights Act covers sexual orientation. So but it's so and that's what it was. It was the Civil Rights Act. And there's this thing called enumeration. I just saw the word. The, 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 The thing is, the Civil Rights Act does not cover certain, you know, there are certain things that the Civil Rights Act covers and sexual orientation was not one of them. Right. But as I said, as of this year, I think it's February, February this year, um, that federal appeals court said, yes, it does. So Hmm. they're moving. That's just like, think about, um, what was it last year when, when, um, or was it this year, man, look, time is flying when it became the law of the land same-sex marriages became the law of the land and Mm -hmm. and that is that was basically because the supreme court found that the constitution protected couples of the same sex equal protection under the law so we are moving more and more towards a society where sexual orientation or gender identity is going to be a protected class. You know, for for the most part, state law, state law, a lot of states, Colorado being one of them, in their um, anti-discrimination laws, gender identity and sexual orientation is covered, which we saw or we talked about. The cookie baker. The cake baker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that yeah the cake Who, baker. Who, do you know, he's gone again. That he's same- filing an appeal? No, it, like he won. No, he got off. Yeah, he won. Oh, thing is, there's another same-sex couple that's suing him. Oh, really? Right. Once again, it's about some cupcakes this time. Oh, though. great. So I just saw that recently, and I was like, "Damn, this dude." They should pick another maker. <laughs> nah, Come they on. fucking with him no, on purpose. Right. Yeah. Now. Exactly. They're doing it to prove a point. They're yeah. doing it trying to get the court to say that what he is doing because you know there's a a religious exception right right so they are trying to get the court to say that there should be no exceptions so they will keep like the ACLU is backing this so they will keep sending same sex couples into that his bakery enter his bakery because you know quite like brown versus board of education you know and and sit-ins at the Woolworths and everything else, you know, they keep sending people, they kept sending people in. Mm-hmm. So they will keep sending people there. And um, so saying that to say Jaden was right up until this year when, like I said, that, that was a federal appeals court. I have a feeling that this thing is going to make its way to the Supreme Court. Well, and- seeing as... 
who's sitting on the Supreme Court now. Yeah, we still got our BG. Mm, yeah, but she's been in the hospital, so. Oh, she's out and, and she's working. She hasn't missed one since she's sat the bench. She hasn't missed a session mm. since she sat the bench. Well, I'm just, she, well, I'm she just better hoping, be healthy. That's I'm all saying, I got to say. I'm just hoping and praying that she makes it at least three years till, till Trump is out of office because. That would mean that this bastard has sat three Supreme Court justices. I can't do it, man. Okay, so to Anne's point, I'm going to read just in part this article, and it is from February 26th of 2018. Okay, it was February. In defeat for Trump administration court rules, you can't fire a worker for being gay. The important decision states that anti-gay prejudice in the workplace qualifies as a form of sex-based discrimination Mm -hmm. under the 1964 Civil Rights Act. Mm -hmm. On Monday, February, I guess whenever this was, a federal appeals court in Manhattan ruled that a provision of the 1964 Civil Rights Act banning workplace discrimination due to sex bias also prohibits anti-gay discrimination. Today's decision comes as a judicial defeat over the Trump administration, which argued against the gay worker Mm -hmm. in the case and issued an unsolicited court briefing in 2017, arguing that the Civil Rights Act was not intended to provide protections to gay workers. So, yeah, February of this year. Yeah. But as of right now, as we stand in January of 2019, this is still not yet the law of the land, right? Right. right. That That is, so right now, what's happened is federal appeals court, so basically how things works, work its way up to the Supreme Court or to federal court, some um, lower court said, yes, it does, mm-hmm. or no, it didn't, and one either the plaintiff or the dependent one one of the parties said well we ain't taking this shit we go take it up a little higher so they go to appeal they appeal the decision of the court and so what happened was they appealed it to i don't know what district it is in new york the manhattan court appealed it to the appeals court the appeals court says we agree i don't know if it's it was the plaintiff or the defendant who actually appealed but we agree that yes the civil rights act does cover sexual orientation so now what can happen is the person that lost the appeal can now take ask the court the supreme court to to hear this case and decide once and for all so we depending on brett kavanaugh basically (laughs) and there you have it ladies and gentlemen so i do uh, again i recommend you Go out here, do a little bit of research on LGBT panic laws, just just to familiarize yourselves a little more than um, we were prepared to give you today. Because I, I did print some shit from Wikipedia. No, but. there's a lot. Honestly, this it's a lot. It really is a lot. And when we're talking about the law and nuances in the law, you know, there is law that is code and there is case law, which is called precedent. So most of these LGBTQ panic and trans panic laws are not code. They are precedent. They're case law. Right. So. 
Oh yeah, some of the cases. So even even though they're there and they can be used, and only three states have outlawed the use of this addition to your defense, it's weird because you know it's not. I guess people say, well, if it's not on the books, it's not official. Mm-hmm. It's real. That's just like the whole the thing that we talked about in North Carolina. Once you give consent, you can't withdraw consent. That wasn't in the books. Right. That was a case. But you can make legislation against this you precedent. Can. You okay. can. Cause, and that's basically what legislation will do. Clarify, do we want this to be law in our state? Right. And if we want it to be, then we're going to write it down in black and white. If we don't want it to be, we're going to write that down in black and white, which is what these three states did. Now, here's my question. Before we just kind of briefly go over some of the relevant cases where this uh, LGBT panic uh, was used. Becky, since you're our HR specialist, top notch, top flight HR professional in the hizzy. Have you ever come across any of these types of situations, whereas there's an LGBT um, person that either got fired because of their sexual orientation or were there any other administrative things that you guys had to do at any of your previous jobs where it's like, okay, this is an LGBT person. We're going to have to do a little more administrative work. You get what I'm asking? Were there any steps taken because of their sexuality that wouldn't have normally been taken for someone who appeared to be heterosexual? The only thing that comes to mind is with regard to um, health insurance for partners. Um, and this is still something that um, that I deal with on a regular basis, but it's it's changed. So initially, um, and I'll just go back to the example that I, I am thinking of. Um, our health insurance, the health insurance plan that I was responsible for administering um, only allowed or said that you can cover your spouse on your insurance. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody decided to change it and not tell me. Huh. So they changed it to state that your spouse or a significant other, meaning your, your, your if you are a same-sex couple, your partner um, could be covered. So... I scrambled because I'm like, well, I have one rule that says this and I have another rule that says that. So I had to establish a process because in the state that we we live or at the time in the state that we live, um, same sex marriage was not recognized. Civil unions, though, were recognized. Civil unions were. okay, But you had the difference was I wasn't asking people for their marriage certificates whenever they enrolled in coverage. And because you had to treat everybody equally, you had to ask, did you, did, see, I guess this is just a side. Did you have to start asking everybody? No, I had to. Now, because people could just get married, you know, they, you know, I could always ask for a marriage certificate. But since at the time, same-sex partners, partner marriages were not recognized, there wasn't anything that I could ask for to show evidence that they were a couple. So what I had to do is get an attorney to draw up an affidavit for this couple to sign 
Also, within the affidavit, they were to supply evidence that they resided together, such as um, utility bills, mortgage, leases, right? Uh-huh. right. Bank account um, information. I like to say that they have a joint account or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought, um, so correct me if I'm wrong. I thought in the state of Louisiana, because civil civil partnerships were if rec- that were the if if it came to that, if they actually, I would have had to do that. I would have had like if they weren't legally legally married in the state of Louisiana or in any state, if they weren't legally married, but they could establish that they were a couple for an X amount of time, then I could use that affidavit for for that. But because of this particular last minute change, I had to grasp at things how did that make you feel wait really yeah why is that relevant i I just want to know from from your standpoint did you feel a way about that like morally like this is over the top too much what i think what i'm doing is wrong no not that well yeah that but not not for the reason you're saying because we don't treat each and every person like this because if a man and a woman come in and say we're married, y'all didn't ask for no marriage certificates. Y'all didn't ask for proof. But because no. it's the same sex couple, y'all had to ask for all this affidavit shit and, you know, whatever, whatever. That that seems a bit unfair because you're treating people differently because of their sexual orientation. Well, I look at it. I I had to. It made me think. And I, I looked at it at the time. Like if a heterosexual couple had come to me and said, hey, my girlfriend, I want to put my girlfriend on the plan before that situation, I would have said, you have the option of getting married. Once that happens, you can do it. Hold on. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is how you know Afro Becky is not that Afro. (laughs) Because what I would, would do. What you mean? You want to put your girlfriend on? Nah, this is what I would do straight up. And of course, it's not the right thing to do, which is why I'm saying Afro Becky's not that Afro is um, Afro Becky. Will you please be the person that wants to put their girlfriend or boyfriend on? I want to put my partner on on the insurance. OK, so you want to put your husband on? Sure. Boom. Kind of like the whole situation <laughs> at the hospital where it's like. Only the parents and the yes. grandparents. I am. <laughs> I am the sister of the baby. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to post that video. I got that shit, too. That, that, is, that was the funniest shit ever. Ladies and gentlemen, and to fill you in, okay, we were trying to get parking validated at the hospital. <clears throat> and and happened to know the, the security guard that validated parking. And he says, what's your relation to the person in the back because I can only validate for parents and grandparents. So Anne says, I'm a grandparent. I say that I'm the mother, I'm the mother of the mother. <laughs> I'm like, so yeah. we have another friend who refuses to have anybody think she's old. So she says, <laughs> mind you, she's like 40 plus. She says, I am the sister of the baby. <laughs> And the security guard looks at her and says, did you not hear what I just said to you? Only the parents and grandparents. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm the auntie. (laughs) (laughs) Then she's the auntie. 
So then the security guard's supervisor was standing right behind him. And his face was like, nigga. (laughs) So he asked his supervisor to step around the corner. He's like, "Uh, excuse me, boss, can you step around the corner for a second so I can explain this to to these people? Supervisor goes around the corner. Dude looks at Anne and says, she wrote this. Sister Anne, what's wrong with your people? And. The girl is still sitting there at the counter. Not she has no clue. Like what's smiling going away, on. like I did I'm the get, right thing, I'm and I'm about away. to get this validation right quick. And they should have charged her as double. So anyway, okay, here's some relevant cases where where the LGBT panic um, defense was used. Uh, Daniel Spencer in 2015. In 2015. Daniel Spencer was stabbed and murdered by his neighbor, Robert Miller, in September of 2015. Miller claimed that he rejected a sexual advance from Spencer and acted in self-defense when Spencer became agitated. But physical evidence disproved his claim that he was ever in danger. Miller's conviction was mitigated from murder to criminally negligent manslaughter. Jennifer Laud. A U.S. Marine, Scott Pemberton, was stationed in, oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to try. Scott Pemberton was stationed in Olangapo City, Philippines, where he picked up a sex worker named Jennifer Loud. When he discovered her transgender status, he choked her until she lost consciousness and died. A Philippine court found Pemberton guilty of homicide. But the judge claimed the charge could not be elevated to the level of murder. This case is still under appeal. Marco McMillan in 2013. Marco McMillan was the first openly gay man to run for office in Mississippi. In February 2013, Lawrence Reed choked McMillan with a wallet chain, drowned him, doused his body in gasoline and set it on fire. Reed admitted to the murder, but insisted he was defending himself against McMillan's sexually aggressive advances. Wait, how can... Uh-uh. You burnt... No. Prosecutors presented strong physical evidence showing no indication of an attack by McMillan. Reed was sentenced to life in prison. So in that situation, that failed. That defense mm. failed. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like it. Um, Let me find some... Oh, these go way back. Just a couple more. Terrence Hauser. Terrence Hauser was stabbed 61 times by his neighbor, Joseph Biederman. During his murder trial, Biederman claimed that he passed out and woke up to Hauser holding a sword against his neck and attempting to sexually assault him. Biederman claimed to be in such a panic that the only way he can escape was to stab Hauser 61 times. But evidence from the scene showed few signs of struggle. The jury acquitted Biederman of first-degree murder. And the last one is, I'll do Larry King. Larry King. That's the one that I wanted. Oh, that's the one I wanted you to do. I saw that one earlier, and I'm like, hmm. Larry King, age 15, Mm -hmm. was an openly gay student who expressed himself by wearing makeup, accessories, and high heels. King asked fellow student Brandon McErnie, to be his valentine and mcearney shot king execution style in the head mm. mcearney's attorney claimed that his client was sexually harassed by king 
and therefore was not culpable for his death. The jury could not reach a unanimous decision and the case was declared a mistrial. Uh-huh. So mistrial means they don't have to try it again or they have to try no, it. No, they can't. So what happened, though, with this, they declared a mistrial and about two ish years later, old boy accepted a plea and he pled guilty to second degree murder and voluntary manslaughter. And he got a 21 year sentence. But think about that. At 15, 21 years, he'll be out at 36. Right. If he serves all that time, mm-hmm. which right. he probably will not. So he killed somebody because this person was gay and he'll be back out on the streets. And what, <clears throat> when did that occur? And that happened in 2008. Yeah. So yeah, that was he's recent. halfway there mm-hmm. now. Right. And what? what's crazy is, and I rarely say this, but I hope he gets butt fucked in prison. <laughs> But, you know, you you missed like one of the most famous cases of uh, LGBTQ panic. OK, what you got? You remember the Jenny Jones thing? Rude Jude? No. Oh, that's Jenny Jones. Yeah, when, yeah. When old boy was like, we have somebody who who likes you. And um, this happened like in in the 90s, late 90s. I remember right, because remember? her show went off the air shortly after afterwards that. because yeah. they sued like the guy's family sued Jenny Jones. So what happened was Jenny Jones used to have and I don't know how many of you all are old enough to remember this, but Jenny Jones. Hold used- on. I can help. I can help. <laughs> Jenny Jones was the equivalent of Jerry, Jerry <laughs> back in the day. So Jenny Jones used to have these shows where. You would meet your secret admirer. So she got this guy on the show telling him that that there was someone who really liked him and wanted to get to know him and X, Y, and Z. So guy went to Jenny Jones's show, was all excited about his secret admirer. And when the big reveal happened, it was a guy. And shortly after the show was over, he killed that guy and it did not, he was not acquitted, but it did lessen his sentence. They Mm -hmm. used, they used that defense and it lessened his sentence, man. This is a question too. And I guess we'll, we'll wrap up with this. I want to get your opinions and just mind you, somebody got a lot of heat for this, but they were famous so they could take it. Mm -hmm. Um, little Duval. On the Breakfast Club, um, now, mind you, he's a comedian, but the question was posed to him, if, what would you do if you found out that a woman that you were hooking up with or sleeping with was transgender? His response was, I, I believe it was, I would kill her. Hmm. And then, you know, that, that interview ran and people were outraged. So I'm going to ask uh, everyone here the same question. Starting with Becky. Of course, you have to start with me. Yeah, because Ann talks a lot. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Ann's going to want to know specifics. How did I end up in this situation? Where was I? <laughs> did I? All right, so the question is. What What would your reaction be if you had hooked up with someone and then later found out that they were transgender? Um, I would be upset. And when, you know, depending on how they... um how I come to and to know this information, um, you know, I would take it from there. But 
Initially, I would be really upset because they weren't open and honest with me about that situation. Now, a quick rebuttal is they are a man. Mm -hmm. So does it matter that they transitioned? What I'm saying, no. What mattered is that they weren't honest with me. But so, okay, I just want to, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I do want to kind of sum it up is you feel as if that you need off the top to be put on notice that, hey, I transitioned. Yes. Okay. And? I tend to agree with Becky. That That is actually something that I was going to say. So, all right, I understand gender identity, and I understand sexual orientation, and I understand, as I said, you are who you say you are. Okay, so I... And this is a scenario born in the body of a man, but I, I believe that I am a woman, right? Bruce Jenner. Ain't no believe, it's I know. <laughs> right? So, no, that is my belief. Or, like, that. Th this is what I know about myself. This mm -hmm. is what I believe about myself. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, the Bruce Jenner theory. So, I am a woman, and so I transition, right? I meet men. Because I'm sexually attracted to men. As Beck said, I believe in honesty. So you are a woman now. But your family knows who you are. You know, well, what your outward appearance was prior to. People who knew you before, right? They know. Picture show who you are. You are proud of, and, and you're proud of you, who you are. You should be able to be forthcoming about the fact that you've transitioned to be the person that you always meant to be. So tell that person, let them, let because, 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 and this is a because, most heterosexual men are homophobic. So in, in their heads, mm. it's true, in their heads, in spite of the fact that you look like a woman, you sound like a woman, you smell like a woman, you feel like a woman, you have, the part, every part that a woman has in their in in a lot of their minds, you are not a woman. So I have just slept with a man, and because, as I said, most men are homophobic, I just slept with a man, and now I'm gonna have to cut you. And okay. what does that mean? You know, see what Lil Duvall said: I will kill her, and it's and it's because men in a large percentage are woefully homophobic. So okay, it's like, I'll, 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 I'll ride with a large percentage, but I won't ride with most. Not, well, a large percentage. Most uh, I'd say a large percentage is greater than 51%. <clears throat> so that means most that's not most. That's that about is. half 50, 51% is more than half. It's about half. <laughs> it's more, it's more than half. Most. Okay. Semantics, but okay. Hey, I, I have a few theories. Or, if, uh, well, I'll call them theories. My first is, if I were to sleep with a woman and find out later that she was transgender, right? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't feel gay because what I saw was a woman. What I put my dick in was a woman. I would, however, feel a sense of... Um, Betrayal? Yeah. like Which is what Beck said. Yeah, because you exactly. Weren't, because you weren't honest. But I would not feel gay because it's not like I was out here looking to fuck a dude and fuck the dude. I was out here looking to fuck a woman and I put my dick inside of what 
appeared to be a vagina, felt like a vagina. You know Look what? Look like, smell like, taste like. Hey, I told you I don't do that. Hey, <laughs> hey, slow down now. Um, but, but most, well, question. A majority of men question. would not seem, but not. Seem. Oh, it. Trust me, it took a while for me to to get there. But luckily, I'm part of the faithful black community. Um, question: the chromosomes. Do they change with the sex? Or do you keep the same chromosomes? They have the same DNA. So if a man, I think a man is XY, right? Mm-hmm. If he transitions into he's, a woman, he's, he's still, still XY. XY. Mm-hmm. Huh, that's interesting. Still still XY? Interesting. So the only thing that you have more estrogen than yeah, the, hor- the right, hormones, hormones and if you go with the surgery, the anatomy changes. Right. Yeah. So now I guess another thing for me would be even if someone isn't forthright, like, you know, um, hey, I transitioned, there are ways to find that out, so to speak, without even having that conversation. Well, you know, let me tell you. Some- I don't, hold on, I don't sleep around, much, much like uh, P was saying too. We never were the t- types of people that slept around one night stand type stuff. We always took the time to get to know people. Uh-huh. So that gives you a a gaze into their past. I'm talking baby pictures, you know, right. pictures See, of when you was a child. I mentioned that. Yeah, with you, the family, yeah. But a lot of people who transition, well, not not a vast majority, but I used to watch this show on Discovery Channel all the time. And it was about this doctor who performed the surgery. Mm-hmm. So they actually would uproot themselves like after they have transitioned they would move they would move away Mm -hmm. from the city that they were in because they wanted to start new like i have my new body i have my i am now outwardly what i've always known myself to be Mm -hmm. so i want to go somewhere where everybody does not know my name and will not call me jim jim when i'm now joan right so they will move and start a new job, you know, so I'm, you know, my application says female, mm-hmm. you know, my ID says the same thing. My birth certificate says, says this as well. So to your point, that's not always an option. No, not always, but I, I was just using that as an example, as there are ways. Right. And I mean, you know, I, I don't believe, and I know Lil Duval was joking. He, he caught a lot of heat for it. I don't believe anyone should be killed for that. That's, I mean, that's the epitome of the, yeah, the <laughs> law that we're talking about. Right. And, and that is 1000%. But in those, in that situation, I can promise you that 98%, maybe 99%, if he did something like that, mm-hmm. he may get away with it. Yeah. Because, yeah. because, as I said, the judiciary of this, these United States are majority male mm-hmm. and a majority of Old men, white men, exactly, uh-huh. are homophobic. So it's like, and then you th- you think about, you know, we've done shows about the makeup of juries, right? And so you think about prosecutors, juries, and judges. And when it's stacked for these, and this is why this type of defense became a defense. Mm-hmm. Because judges were like, "Yup, mm-hmm, yeah." I know it ju- is right. You know, and jurors were like, "Mm-hmm, yup, yup." 
I'm with it. So that within itself tells you that in a situation like that, this person would probably get off with a slap of on the wrist. Yeah. Because of the way society thinks about people in the LGBTQ community. And to speak to this, and I guess we'll wrap up, is Becky, I'm going to need your help on this because I'm going to quote a great hip-hop lyricist on this. Why do you think I can help you? Because <laughs> it's a gimme. People fear, people hate what they can't conquer and fear what they don't understand. It's just the fury of man. Common. You can hate me now, but mm-hmm. I won't stop now. Mm-hmm. I've heard the song before. I'm going to go with... Um... Esco. Hmm? Esco. He got his chip too fixed. <laughs> I woke up early on my born day. I'm 20. It's a blessing. The essence of adolescence leaves my body. Now I'm something stressing. Khalees' husband. Yes. There you go. There you go. Her ex-husband. Oh. Ex. Nas. <laughs> I knew it started with the N, but I could think of her name, so I said it first. So wait, hold on. What gave it away? What? What? The chip too? Was it the no. chip too? Was it the lyrics? I woke up early the, on my born the, day. When I'm you sing it, my the, blessings, uh, the, blessings. the hook part. Oh, you can hate me now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good enough for me. You know what? You get props, Afro <laughs> Becky. So no, I'll just close the show with saying that. And as promised, we're going to bring, we were going to bring back Ask an Attorney. So here's our Ask an Attorney. Attorney, Wow. Damn, that's gunshots in y'all hood. I kept getting PTSD every now and then. I was (laughs) looking around, looking around. Whoa. Okay, Ask an Attorney. So. I'm ready. My neighbor's tree fell during a windstorm. Mm -hmm. It landed onto my house. What? It crushed my house. Yeah. My neighbor is telling me that they're not responsible for it. Hell yeah. They are telling me that I am responsible for it, as is their homeowner's insurance. My neighbor's homeowner's insurance says I need to file a claim with my homeowner's insurance since my property is damaged. Is this true? Okay, so this is what you can do. Go out and get yourself a lawyer and sue your neighbor and your neighbor's homeowner's insurance carrier and that that, that's not covered that's an act of god though isn't it but it's their tree now it may or may not and you said it was a windstorm yes okay may they may or may not pay but yes that's what you do you want to sue because you know nine times out of ten if this tree was across your fence or over your fence they should have trimmed it you know they should have done that they tried but they tried but the power lines and then energy was like we don't do preventative um cutting down the limbs no it's on your property right but a tree trimmer couldn't they couldn't chop the trees off because of power lines right the power lines run between the two properties of this person's property. Mm-hmm. And the tree trimmer will not trim within 10 feet of a power line. That's illegal for them to do. Because, so they, because of the, the arcing and the right. so I can be electrocuted. and uh-huh, uh-huh. Safety hazard. They yeah. called the energy company who is supposed to provide these types of services. And the energy company said, we don't do preventative trimming. Right, like it has to fall on the line in order for them to come out and do it. But, but they do do it on main roads, though. That's fucked up that right. they don't do it in residential. Because it's per- 
on private property. But still, it's somebody's job to maintain this tree. The homeowner can't do it. A tree cutting service can't do it. The only people that are qualified and legally allowed to do it is the energy, energy company. Energy company, but yeah. So and all, ladies and gentlemen, all of this was in the question. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, you sue. Literally, you sue the neighbor and the neighbor's insurance carrier. You get you you can get your homeowner's insurance carrier involved, and basically, it's like if you get hit by a car and your insurance company fixes your car, and then they go after the other person's insurance. Ooh carrier can can i come up with a uh do some vocabulary sure is it called subrogation absolutely wait hold ding, up ding. hold up what you say now spell it no <laughs> or, or indemnification so okay so you can get the yeah. homeowner then right mm-hmm. the the homeowner who had the tree in their yard mm-hmm. that the tree service couldn't maintain and mm-hmm. that the energy company refused to maintain mm-hmm. the tree falls on the neighbor's house the neighbor sues the homeowner and let's just say of, to the best of my knowledge in louisiana at least and this is talking to a, a i know a guy mm-hmm. is not nah, it is the neighbor's problem if it falls on their house but let, let's just say the neighbor sues the property owner mm-hmm. and gets an award. Can the property owner turn around and sue the electric company? They can try. Hmm. If You can sue anybody for anything, anything at any time. time. Absolutely. Well, with that being said, what, what would the property owner that has the tree need to do? They would, I would assume, had to have made at least a call or two to the... Right. You can, if, you can, if you can show that you tried, but mm-hmm. you were prevented legally... Prevented mm-hmm. from doing it, you know. If you were told that it was against the law and X, Y, and Z, and and that is an actual fact, mm-hmm. then you know, in the state of Louisiana, we have comparative negligence. So you know, you throw you. I always say, throw everybody, throw everything at everybody, and then let the court decide who's who's at fault. So say, say you say. You know, I'm saying sue the neighbors, sue their insurance company, but technically you could probably try to sue the energy company as well, because then you can actually say what percentage at fault was this person, this person, and this person. Mm -hmm. And then they all basically pay their share. So there you have it, Jerry. You can sue whoever you want, but I bet you. You shit out of luck if you in Louisiana. So can I sue the energy company for my tree catching on fire from the power lines? It's funny you should ask that. It is because this whole tree talk got me thinking. No, they actually, um, there are some people who are suing. They're suing. Is there a class action? They're suing Clico for that stuff that happened earlier. Is it Clico that's in Jefferson Parish? No, they got Entergy. Oh, why? You got energy of New Orleans, and then you got energy, energy. Well, and then there's Atmos for oh, gas. All right. Well, you know that whole <clears throat> Kenner Fire thing? Oh, recently, like the other yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. They have, like, the IHOP owner. Mm. They're they're suing the energy company, even though it was, it was a wind act, event. I think, and I storm. think they're going to say that it was an act of God mm-hmm. that caused it. But there are some, you know, lawyers out there who are sniffing blood because energy has deep pockets. And um, what I think they're going to say is that it would not have happened had energy been maintaining the equipment as they should have. Mm. So kind of like you got a slanted pole, right? Mm-hmm. And 
you say energy, the the utility poles slanted, and then a windstorm comes mm-hmm. and blows it over or uh-huh. whatever, whatever. And then mm-hmm. it takes the tree with it, mm-hmm. and then sets the tree on fire. Yep. And then see Jerry, you we got you covered, Jerry. We got you covered. This has been a, another episode of Black Law and Legal Lies, and I know you guys just love my voice on this new <laughs> mic. I feel like a radio announcer. Oh, jeez. And again, I'm supposed to have two of these things, but some black guy stole my <laughs> mic. <laughs> Bastard. Um. Anyway, I am Dan. You can catch me on Twitter and IG at I am Dan on Drugs, and you can also catch me over at A Few Screws Lose the Podcast twice a month. That's uh at Screws Loose Pod, and you can follow us Black Law and Legalize across the board at Black Law Podcast. Yeah, and you can follow me, Justin, at I Tell Legal Lies. And this has been another adventure with Afro Becky. And quite don't a, follow me. Quite an adventure it has been. Yes, and I promise next episode, six minutes, 30 seconds, bitches. <laughs>